Success Insight shares the stories of the people with passion and drive who make things happen in the world. Here's your host, Howard Fox. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Success Insight podcast. Today's episode is another addition to our Outdoor Adventure Series. The Outdoor Adventure Series celebrates individuals and families, businesses and organizations that seek out and promote the exploration of the great outdoors. Our guest today is Barbara Ann Mojica, and she is joined by her husband, Victor Mojica. Now, Barbara Ann is the creator and author of the award-winning Little Miss History book series. Little Miss History is a whimsical character Barbara uses to narrate, and in the series, Barbara hopes to educate, entertain, and inspire children to learn about historical people and places. The design and illustrations for the book were produced by her husband, Victor. You may recall that we interviewed Barbara Ann and Victor in 2020 when we were first introduced to the Little Miss History book series. We're excited to invite Barbara Ann and Victor back on the podcast today to chat about one specific book in the series, Little Miss History Travels to Sequoia National Park. Barbara Ann and Victor, welcome back to the Success Insight Podcast. Thank you very much for having us. How are you doing, Howard? I'm doing very well. It's been a got a year since our last podcast. I hope you two are in good health and have lots of plans for adventure in 2021. Can't wait to get out there again. There you go. Well, listen, I am so happy that you both agreed to come back on the podcast as I have been developing this outdoor adventure series as an addition to our podcast. And I thought about, God, I remember my interview with Barbara Ann and Victor. I said, wasn't there a national park that they had visited? And of course, I went back to the episode and then to Amazon and your website. And lo and behold, there was Little Miss History Visits Sequoia National Park. And I think it's a wonderful addition to the Outdoor Adventure Series. So I'd love if you could chat about how this book came about. I mean, this was one of your first books when you started Little Miss History. So give us a little bit of the backstory. Well, we now have 12 books in the series, plus a coloring book and a trilogy book. But the Sequoia National Park was actually the third. So I focused on sites that I think will be of interest to children and also sites that are interesting to the parents and families that that they live with. And the national parks are, of course, an important part of our history. Some of them are really historical sites. Most of our books are administered by the uh, National Park Service. They're somehow involved either administering the historic site, like Ford's Theater, or the outdoor sites like Mount Rushmore, Sequoia National Park, and, and so on. So this one, we thought Sequoia National Park has so many opportunities for nature, for history. A lot of the things that children are interested in, like animals and uh, geology and the sports that you can get involved in when you're in Sequoia National Park, as, as well as the history. And there's a lot of historical connections there as well. What interests me was the fact that we know, we, we've heard about the big redwood trees, uh, but we hadn't heard anything about Sequoia trees, and much less in Sequoia Park, you know, National Park. 
once we discovered that, that really got us interested in doing a book about it. That's actually a great point, Victor, because the question I have for you is, what is the difference between a sequoia tree and a redwood tree? There are a lot of differences. It's huge. The redwood trees are taller and thinner. The sequoia trees are heavier and wider. And while the redwood trees can live to about 2,000 years, the sequoia trees can actually live up to 3,000. 3,000, wow. And in the sequoia tree, about how tall do they get? They can get about 300 feet tall. 300 feet, that's that's big. Uh, not to put you on the spot, but I, you're a teacher, you know this stuff. Who lives up in these trees? I mean, there's obviously there's going to be birds, but anything, any special types of birds, other animals living up in the tree? Well, there are 300 animal species that live in the park. Okay. Uh, not, no, not notably birds that we wouldn't be familiar with, but there are small animals like beavers, muskrats, frogs, turtles. There are very large animals. There are all kinds of bears, the blonde bears, black bears, brown bears, cinnamon bears. And there are also mountain lions and lots of bighorn sheep. So if you go hiking, you might encounter one of these. If I go hiking, I definitely need to be well prepared for it. And, you know, I was looking at the, on the National Park Service site that there's over like 600 square miles of acres, 631, 620, somewhere in that area. That's a pretty good sized park. Right. And, you know, what's interesting. So when I moved out to Las Vegas, one of the first things I did is got a book on what, where are the state and national parks in the area. And Sequoia National Park is actually not that far away. It's probably a day's drive from Las Vegas. But it's, if I'm going to make a day's drive, I probably want to spend a couple days in the park exploring. They even have skydiving. They even have skydiving. Look, see, uh, I got to tell you, I have a firm belief in my self-preservation. That will never happen. <laughs> little, as a matter of fact, Little Miss History skydives into the park. Well, and I want to get into that. So let's, leading up to Little Miss History in this book, what type of research did you and Victor do, Barbara, in getting ready to write Little Miss History Visits Sequoia National Park? Well, finding about the park, researching all the websites that talk about Sequoia, going through the all of the National Park Service information about Sequoia, and then reading about historical figures that were associated with Sequoia National Park. Its earliest history, of course, goes back to the Native Americans, the Yokut, Y-O-K-U-T, Native Americans were uh, the original inhabitants of the park as far as human inhabitants go. And then in the middle of the 19th century, Hale Dixon Clark was a, a originally a prospector. He, he wanted to find gold, went out to California. And like most people, he wasn't successful. Of course. So he decided to raise cattle and sheep. And he came upon Sequoia National Park. He befriended the, the Native Americans, and they led him to a flat area called the Crescent Meadow area today. 
And he settled in that area and he built a log cabin out of a fallen log. So he was, as far as we know, the, the first white settler in the park. And then soon after that, other people interested in nature and just open land came to the park. Uh, uh, another man named Wolverton settled in the park and he had fought in the Civil War. So he named uh, a tree after his favorite general. William Tecumseh Sherman. Uh, lots of uh, trees in the park are named after generals and presidents. So then, of course, John Muir, the famous John Muir. There's like a Muir Woods. Is that the same John Muir? That's Muir Woods up in San Francisco Bay Area? Right. Okay. Yeah. He, he was a okay. naturalist who had a, a, well, he actually, Muir was a Scottish native but he was born in scotland his family came to wisconsin and they started farming and muir never liked farming he hated farming he hated staying on the land they had a farm in wisconsin and his father was a very strict taskmaster and those he, fathers always are back in the day muir, <laughs> muir had a brother not mine. Mine was a pushover. <laughs> muir had a brother who was also kind of a, an adventurer his brother went off to Canada, and we have some letters from Muir to his family, which uh, show this kind of tenuous relationship with them. His brother went off to Canada to find work, and, and um, Muir soon followed after him. Uh, and we don't know whether that was really to find work or whether he wanted to avoid getting drafted in the Civil War because... At that time, everybody in his area was getting drafted. So he might have seen it as an opportunity for two reasons. He, Muir claimed to be a pacifist, of course. He didn't say he didn't believe in war. But he was a very interesting character. He, he was a loner. He walked from his area in uh, Wisconsin to the Gulf of Mexico. He sailed to Cuba. He, he sailed to the Panama area. Uh, and then he got a job uh, as a shepherd herding sheep in the Sierra Nevada mountains. And that's where he became acquainted with Sequoia National Park. And he spent hours and hours writing in his journals and observing everything in nature that he possibly could find. He didn't do too well with the shepherding. In fact, they almost fired him because he, he wasn't too into his work, but he was into nature. Today, he's of course, father, right? he's called the father of national parks. He was influential, actually, in getting uh, Sequoia National Park recognized as a national park. Fantastic. Now, let's talk a little bit about Little Miss history. How is the book organized and what are some of the adventures Little Miss history has undertaken in uh, Sequoia National Park? And I, I remember, Victor, you just said she kind of arrived via airplane and kind of landed on via parachute. Right. You arrived in an airplane. And that's that's another interesting backstory. My brother is piloting the airplane that she skydives into from, and my brother actually is a pilot. We got him in the book here. She skydives into Sequoia National Park, and then throughout the book, she has different adventures. She hikes, and she goes up to Morrow Rock, 
which is a 400-foot stairway that is in the center of the park. And that was built uh, as a depression project. It was one of FDR's projects to help give workers employment during the uh, depression. And they, they built this 400-foot stairway and it, it cut right into the rock. So if you climb up today to the top of Morrow Rock, you have a beautiful vista uh, of the entire uh, park. You can also ride the rapids. There's a 1,200-foot waterfall that falls down into Topopa Canyon. And uh, there's a river called the Kalia River, because these are all Native American names. And she rides the rapids, and Mm -hmm. she also rides horseback throughout the park. You can rent horses, you can ride horseback. She explores some of the tunnels, you know, the the tunnel log where uh, fallen trees uh, have actually been cut away so that they form tunnels. And then we do a lot of of explaining about the trees. So we talk about showing graphic form how the redwood trees are taller and thinner, the the sequoia trees are wider and heavier. And when a sequoia tree is ten about ten years old, it starts producing seeds, and then it seeds itself from the actual seed. And these seeds are only about a half inch long and it's amazing to think that these huge trees come from a seed that's half inch long and then we try to show the children visually how massive these trees are like we show little miss history standing at the bottom of one and we show the sherman tree is still growing and every year it produces enough wood to build a five or six room house. Every year. Every year. So we have a diagram showing a house and giving them an idea of, you know, of how much wood. Oh, wow. That's, that's, that's amazing. That is amazing. Uh, We also talk about, um, we got it all covered. You know, we show how long they live. We show pictures of the bar and uh, like little Mr. Tree looking inside the bark and the, the bark of a, of a redwood tree is about one foot thick. The bark of a sequoia tree can actually be much, much thicker. Because it's, it's like you said, it's shorter. Right. And, and, and same thing with the branches, you okay. know. So she peels it back for you. Oh, wow. So that, you know, they have an idea and then we talk about some of the things that you can use this wood for. You can. It's it's mostly used in industrial purposes. It's it's used for trestle bridges to build trestle bridges, railroad ties because it's highly resistant to fire and of course decay because it lives so long. So I have a question: Are these would they're using these trees? I, I I will make an assumption, and you please correct me. They're not cutting down these trees for use. They're they're actually using trees that have already fallen. Right. Okay. Right. Most, That's good to know. Party, we hope. <laughs> and then um, it's also used for furniture because the color makes beautiful furniture. So it, it's used in, a lot 
for handmade specialty furniture. Okay, very cool. We should have got the sponsor, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, hey, put your furniture in the book. (laughs) And another thing uh, that a lot of people don't know about these trees, because they'll notice that the trees are named after generals, and, you know, a lot of them are named after famous people. But there's also a tree in the park that uh, President Eisenhower designated as a living memorial for veterans. And this one is called is called the General Grant Tree. And uh, every year, the second week in December, the park rangers go out and they lay a memorial wreath at its base to to honor all the veterans who have uh, died for our country. So it is a quote living memorial. Yeah. Sure, sure. Wow, that is fantastic. Now, not to put you on the spot, if you were going to be a brand ambassador for Sequoia National Park and Little Miss History, what would be a sentence or two? Why should a family that's never even heard of Sequoia National Park, why should they go and visit it? The trees are to experience. I mean, it is experiencing nature in its most magnificent form. Yeah. The uh the enormity, the grandeur, the ability to go out and experience nature by, you know, any of the kayaking, hiking. These trees are hundreds of years old. Horseback trail. I mean you you really become a part of nature. Wow. Very good. There's one big problem though. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, Sequoia National Park has the worst air pollution of any national park. Really? And that's because uh, of its location in the uh, near uh, in the San Joaquin uh, Valley. It's at the epicenter of diesel industrial trackers, uh-huh. farms, freight lines, food processing plants. Oh wow. Um, and of course, not to mention the occasional forest fire, all of this causes a lot of uh, pollution. When sun hits the, all of the, this in the air, right. it creates smog. Right. So there are times when they actually post signs that it's unhealthy to breathe the air at the park. Oh, wow. And that I would not have thought. they hire rangers to work at the park, they have to sign a disclaimer that says, you know, they admit that at times it may be unhealthy. Sure. To breathe the air there. From your so we research- demonstrate that with Little Miss History wearing a gas mask. Gotcha. From your, from, your, from your knowledge of the park, what are the best times of the year to visit the park? Well, definitely not winter. <laughs> In fact, they won't even let you into the park without snow chains and <laughs> all kinds of uh, heavy equipment. And uh, it's very often closed in the winter. Okay. So I would say uh, probably May through September. Okay. Very good. In fact, the shops and... and you know, the area around Sequoia National Park, a lot of it is seasonal. Right. I found that out when I went up to visit uh, Capitol Reef National Park uh, this past September. Everything just kind of 
shuts down. So that's actually the time of the season I want to go is right at the end. But because, uh, you know, the beauty of going out to Mojave is it's it's not really that crowded out there, but uh, depending on where you, where you go. So in addition to Little Miss History Visit Sequoia, what other books in your library would fit nicely within the Outdoor Adventure series? Uh, Mount Rushmore, the actually the very first one. Okay. Uh, and Mount Rushmore, of course, when you go to Mount Rushmore, you can also visit the Crazy Horse Memorial, which is being built. Okay. Uh, that uh, that book, uh, and of course, they recently did a lot of renovation on Mount Rushmore. They they only completed a a major renovation. I believe they completed it at the beginning of 2020. So they they recently did a lot of work improving the pathways, the roads, and, and so on. Okay, uh, and that's an amazing story too, Mount Rushmore. How you know it took 41 years to build, and and Swedish of Goodson Borglum who designed it. It was yeah. just remarkable how they got up there and they had to yeah. climb 506 steps every day. Just Well, I have an idea, Barbara, is instead of getting into it now, I would love if you and Victor would come back on and let's let's talk about Little Miss History Visits Mount Rushmore. Anywhere else uh, come to mind? I have a, a book on Tombstone, Arizona. That one is largely outdoors as well. Of okay. course, visiting the um, the Tombstone Town, which has been recreated. Okay. Okay, uh, and, uh, There's also a very large museum there that contains a lot of the history of the mining industry, which is very interesting. Sounds good. Yeah, well, I would uh, love if, you, if you'd come back on and let's, you know, we could do one or two episodes, chat, chat about each book, in, you know, specifically, you know, about, about Rushmore too. So great. Fantastic. Well, I, I'm so excited. Again, you were, you were uh, open to coming back on talking about Sequoia. It's definitely on my to-do list. I mean, being here in Nevada, in Las Vegas, I mean, the, there's state and national parks all around. And it's just like, you know, in 2020, if you're going to be quarantined, you know, I'd rather be quarantined, travel by my car by myself and go to, you know, Capitol Reef, uh, Great Basin, right? Wasn't, you know, Mojave. Doesn't the science encourage outdoor activity rather than indoor, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I picked the right time to move to Vegas. So, and I do a little bit of car camping and of course my photography work. So I love getting out in the dark sky and of course, Death Valley. So if you've got a book coming on Death Valley, I can't think of a better place to to, to go to and visit. Well, listen, I, I want to thank you both again for joining me on the Success Insight podcast. If our listeners would like to learn more about you and your work, Barbara, where are the best places for them to go? Well, if you go to my website, which is very simply littlemisshistory.com, you can connect with all the books, have previews of them. I have a YouTube channel. Where I try to help families in every way that I can. So I have a blog where I review uh, family-friendly books. And you can click from my website. You can click on any of those links and you take them there. Fantastic. Well, we'll most definitely provide a link back to the Little Miss History site and to your social sites and, of course, to 
couple of the, uh, the, the book online bookstores so folks can pick up a copy of Little Miss History. And really, again, I'm just very uh, grateful that you, you both had the time and because I know you, you're all busy. You're writing, you're uh, doing a lot of have a lot of your, your, own, your own projects and talking about Little Miss History. And, it, you know, especially like you just alluded to and you know, in, in this time of 2020 and COVID-19, getting outdoors, you know, social distancing, but with your family, there's yeah, definitely sure. been an uptick in the outdoor adventure industry. And I think it's a great, that's why we thought it was a great addition. I mean, it's my, part of my own story to, to get out and explore and to kind of hear about the people who are making that possible. And, and uh, you and Victor are making that possible as well. And, and by the way, I just want to acknowledge you too, Victor. I mean, the Little Miss history, you know, these are Barbara's stories, but the imagery of Little Miss history and what she looks like and her interactions with the topic of the book are amazing. So, and your your artwork is definitely helps to bring that uh, along with Barbara's writing to to really to just the quality of the work that it is. So thank you both. Thank you, Thank Holly. You. All right. So we will see you. Hopefully, we'll plan some a couple more episodes at least. And I think it's fantastic to add you both again to the to the Outdoor Adventure Series. So, again, have, have a great weekend back out east. And uh, we'll see you in the next episode, okay? You too. Back out west. <laughs> you got Bye it. Bye now. Thanks Bye-bye. again. All right, folks. We've just been chatting with Barbara Ann Mojica and her husband, Victor Mojica. We were chatting about Little Miss History. This is Barbara Ann's series of books to really to help children, young adults really understand their history. And specifically today, we're talking about Little Miss History visits Sequoia National Park. And we really felt this was going to be a great addition to the outdoor adventure series that we are putting together on the Success Insight podcast. And, you know, today we heard a lot about Sequoia National Park, some of the highlights within the park, and also how those highlights were also introduced in the book. And we'll most definitely provide you all those backlinks to Little Miss History website, to Barbara's social sites, and we'll also provide you a link back to Sequoia National Park as well. And so we hope you enjoyed today's podcast in our outdoor adventure series. Do let us know your thoughts. Give us your comments. You can listen to us on LinkedIn and Facebook, the Success Insight Podcast pages. And we are also on the major podcasting platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music. We are also on YouTube as well. All right, folks, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, go out there, have a phenomenal day. Take care of yourselves, your family, practice social distancing, wear your mask, and make plans to go out and visit Sequoia National Park. But before you do, go buy Little Miss History visit Sequoia National Park. All right, folks, we'll see you again soon. Bye-bye. Success Insight is a production of Fox Coaching and First Story Strategies. Find us online, successinsightpodcast.com.